Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Becoming You. My name is Shirley, and I'm a spiritual mindset coach on a mission to change the way women show up in the world. I want to have real conversations about all the things so that you, my listener, knows what's possible for your most extraordinary life. It's in our vulnerable times where we begin to grow and learn. Hey, life can be messy, and I want to share all of my stories so that each experience brings more evolution. Nothing is off the table. Let's see where we go. Pull up a chair, grab a journal, and your favorite snack. Welcome to the conversation. Hey, ladies. Welcome back to Becoming You. I'm Shirley, your host, and this is a solo episode. I am just coming out of a seven-day all-women's retreat, and I wanted to share some thoughts. So this whole conversation today is around one of the most extraordinary quotes that I have heard in a long time, and it was shared by my co-leader, Dr. Laura Foster. I do not believe it's hers, but I'm going to share it here, and then I'm going to unpack it a little bit. And so the quote of the week was, bravery can be borrowed and courage is contagious. Bravery can be borrowed and courage is contagious. Let's unpack that today, shall we? Oh, so seven days, 18 women came together. We came as pretty much complete strangers and left as soul sisters pretty much for life. The WhatsApp group has been going off nonstop with everyone checking in with each other as we all slowly reintegrate back into our regular life. And there's so many things that I want to say, and I have no idea where to start. And truth be told, I tried to sit down and take notes and make sure that I covered everything. But I know that when I just pause and breathe and connect to my heart, that everything I need to share will come out exactly the way it's supposed to for it to land for you. So the first thing is, let's talk about bravery. And bravery can be borrowed. When you come together with a group of women, the first thing that happens is everyone sort of checks each other out, right? We're all a little, maybe skeptical about what this is. Now, chances are, if you're showing up at a retreat, you kind of know what you're going to get. There's going to be a lot of yoga, a lot of breath work, a lot of conversation, a lot of meditation, tons of tears shed as we grow and evolve. And let me tell you, it is like an accelerated path to healing. And it does take quite a bit of bravery. And this idea of bravery can be borrowed. When I really stop to think about it, when you see someone doing something that you are inspired by, and it takes bravery for them to do that thing, bravery can be borrowed. Because when you see someone do something or act in a particular way that you are inspired to do the same, if she can do it, so can you. 
that's that's kind of the philosophy here. If you see someone do something that's takes risk or chutzpah is the word that I like to use, then on some level, you start to believe that you could do it too. And you could borrow the bravery of other women. And that is, I believe, the gift about being in community, right? When we're immersed in something and you see other women taking bold moves and sharing their stories and crying in front of us and being vulnerable, it gives all of us permission to do the same. So that's the bravery can be borrowed part. The second part is courage is contagious. Meaning when you see women take bold moves, it's contagious. You're like, hell yeah, I want to do that too. Now I have a story for you. And it's all around cold plunging. So one of my new dear friends, Don Don Sullivan, uh, was on the retreat with us and she led a cold plunge. Now, for those of you that are listening to this and you have been cold plunging for years and you go into the water and it's not a big deal, I see you. I have a partner in my life who has been sitting in cold baths for as long as he has been playing sports. I'm talking to the women who maybe this whole idea of sitting in a cold, freezing cold bath with big blocks of ice is like a hell no. So I have been avoiding cold plunges for as long as people have been talking about them, posting them, sharing them, doing groups in the water, doing cold plunges at people's houses, where whatever the case. I have actually been avoiding them. I had... A story in my head that said, I feel if I go into a freezing cold bath that way, that my heart might stop. Is there anybody listening to this who is feeling that as well? Well, I'm here to tell you that's not true. Your heart is not going to stop. So here we were, and I'll be really honest with you. I actually had been thinking about ways that I could avoid this cold plunge. While we were at the retreat, what could I say? Well, I'm asthmatic. How's that going to affect my breathing? I get a rash in cold water if I'm in it for too long. I had all these stories. And then we get together in community and I see other women who are just as afraid as I am, who are also looking for inspiration, for bravery so that they can borrow it. And Dawn has me go first. So I don't have anyone's bravery to pull from, but I have 17 women watching me leading the way. And I start to cry because I am actually really quite afraid of this experience. And Dawn, being as extraordinary as she is, puts her hand on my heart, asks me to close my eyes and tells me to breathe. Then she says, you're going to step into the cold bath. And as you exhale, I want you to lower all the way down. If you can get to above your shoulders, that would be amazing. And I look around at the 17 other women staring back at me, all holding space. Like if you need a really good example of what holding space would look like, this was it. Because 17 other people looking back at me, with eyes that were like, we got you. 
we know you can do this. And there I went. So I'm in the bath. It doesn't feel great. It's quite cold, almost like burning my skin. And I start to breathe. And I make it about 60 seconds and I say, it's time to come out. And Dawn says, no, (laughs) keep breathing. She was trying to get us to stay in the bath for about two minutes would be the ideal for her, where we would reap the benefits of cold plunging. And I hunkered down a little bit deeper and I took a few deep breaths and I closed my eyes and I really arrived in the space, like really, really arrived in the space. And I made it just over two minutes. And everyone who was worried, concerned, afraid of going in at that moment, borrowed my bravery and took the courage that I had used to have their own cold plunge experience. And it was, it was amazing. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I haven't decided yet if I'm actually going to do another one, but I can tell you that in the middle of the night that evening, I woke up and usually my foot recently seems to be quite sore. I think it's a little bit of plantar fasciitis. And um, when I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, my foot didn't hurt. And I did notice that. Now the pain is back, but it was a good, I'm going to say 24 hours before the pain came back. So I don't know if I'm, you know, going to ixnay it completely. I haven't made that decision. But the point of this story was bravery can be borrowed. And if, and, and this is the greatest gift about being in community. When you are in community, and this could be your family unit, this could be the bigger community, maybe a place you work. Maybe you also have been on retreat before when you are in community with women who are going to support you, where you feel the love and the connection, you can borrow someone else's bravery. And then women start to show up for themselves and it gives us the courage to keep going because courage is contagious. And I loved, loved, loved that quote. So I wanted to share it here. I don't know if any of you have ever been at retreat before. I would have, I don't know, I have a feeling that many of you listening have experienced a retreat in some format. This one, I'm still digesting. There were so many women who came on their own, who have never experienced a retreat before who actually had never even done yoga before. And everyone showed up and played full out. And the importance of that is when we start to take time for ourselves and we create the space that we need to start to do the work and have people who are willing to just sit with us as we walk through the things that really, that really pain us, the wounds that need healing, the shadow side of ourselves that we're not often willing to look at. And we have a container 
where space is held, we can walk through the fire and we know we're going to be okay. And there was so much of that this weekend or this week. And it was really remarkable to watch the bravery of the women that showed up. Each and every one shared their own unique stories, their own unique voices, and something magical happened. And I wish that I had taken a picture of everyone coming in at the beginning and then shared a picture of everyone at the end because their energy space, their brightness in their eyes, the way they held themselves completely shifted. And I know that we always have the idea of like, there's never a good time. I, we've had, we had, you know, loads of people who reach, reached out and said, oh, will you be doing another one? I can't make this one. It's just not a good time. And our response is always, I don't know. I I, I don't know. The world is changing all the time. And I don't know if there'll be another one. And what I do know is for the women who answered the call as a hell yes and leaned completely in, everyone got what they needed. It might not have been what they expected, but it was definitely what they needed. And if you've never been on retreat with other women, I highly, highly suggest it. Doesn't need to be one of our retreats, although we would love to have you. Um, yeah, I, I am still digesting. I'm still processing. What else do I want to say? I want to say, I shared something this morning and I want to say, like, I've talked about this before, you know, how many more things are we going to put off waiting for the right time, the right space? enough money, wait for the kids to grow up, the husband to say it's okay, whatever the things are, life is, I don't know, it's it's really uncertain. And so if you're putting something off, if you're thinking, oh, I'll wait, there'll be another time. I would say if you're really a hell yes. You keep going back. You keep looking. You keep checking. Don't wait too long. That's what I want you to know. Don't wait too long. Um, I know that in my life, I'm constantly reminded of how precious life is and how there really is no time like the present. And if we knew that there would be no tomorrow, how would we show up? And that's one of the questions that I keep asking myself. You know, if there was no tomorrow, what would I say today? And I say it, even when it's scary, even when my voice shakes, even when the tears come, I say it because we don't know. And the seven days are over and all 18 of us have gone back to our regular lives. And in some way we have been mm, forever changed. And I know there was a lot of conversation about how do I go back and keep these practices and how do I go back and still show up for myself and how do I go back and speak my truth and continue to reclaim all the pieces that have been lost for so long. And 
if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, how do I do that? What I want to say is if it's important enough, you'll find a way. And that's what makes the extraordinary stand out from everyone else. And if it's not important enough, then it doesn't matter. You can let that go. But stop wishing and hoping and start doing. That's really what I want you to know in this episode. It's short. It's sweet. I wanted to share some of my thoughts around the seven-day retreat. Thank you for listening. Again, I really encourage you, if you have not ever been on a retreat, it doesn't need to be a plane ride to Mexico. Wherever you are, you can Google, you know, local retreats around me and notice and see what comes up. If you need some suggestions, reach out. Um, If you don't know already, Laura and I are hosting a local Ontario retreat, July 28th to August 1st. It's not the long weekend. Uh, Just outside of Kingston, Ontario at Bloom Holistic Retreat. And we'll post the link here in the show notes. If you're looking for deeper sisterhood, if you're looking for deeper connection, if you want greater conversations and ways and tools and rituals and ceremonies to discover the truest parts of yourself, I am hosting a 200-hour teacher training program called Wisdom. It is for women 45 plus who are ready to step into the greatest version of themselves, whether you want to teach yoga or not. Um, I have women who have said yes, and they just want it for themselves. They want somewhere to go once a month for a weekend and practice all of the things that I love to teach. And that starts at the end of May. The link is also in the show notes. You can, of course, find everything on my website. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I am curious to know what are some of the parts in your life that you're ready to reclaim? What has been lost that you're ready to find? Um, Think about that for a little bit. Let me know. Shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. And until next time, I love you. Thank you. And we'll speak soon. Okay, ladies, don't go anywhere yet. I have another funny story to share. So I recorded the first part of this podcast yesterday. It took me two or three takes to do it. I don't know why. Uh, Sharing unscripted, just sharing my thoughts, this whole idea about retreat and women and, and coming together. And it's just, it's so important for me. And this morning, I, so this is like day two, let's say part two of this podcast episode. And honestly, I was sitting here listening to it. And as I was listening to it, I was pulling an Oracle card and I was asking, is this the one that I should just share? Cause now who resonates with me when I say like, have you ever overthought something and then not done anything? This overthinking is kind of like, paralyzes me from actually just sharing what I want to share because then I start like what if this one's stupid what if no one listens what like here's some insight into my thinking so this is part two and I'm um pulling a card asking like is this just what I should share and the card that I pull says befriend the word polarize 
And it starts by staying, stating display of your inner truth, bravery to share your personal flavor and your true opinions. Movement towards a goal, opposing forces, transitions, growth, taking a stand and personal empowerment. Polarized isn't a bad word. Great leaders are not selling safe, usual, everyday ideas. It's time to put bravery forward and your wisdom out on display in order to find those individuals who totally love what you're saying. Finding those soulful kindreds may mean that there will be others who disagree with what you are all about, and that's okay. So again, my takeaway is just share my voice, share my stories. Those who need to hear it will be called to that vibration. And the reason I'm sharing this part with you is if you are someone who overthinks and you're like procrastinating doing the things, stop. Stop doing that. You also have your unique voice and someone is going to hear it in the exact vibration that you're going to share it. So a couple of contemplation questions uh, from this Oracle card deck, which is called the Sacred Creators Oracle. And I'll put the link in the show notes. So if you're interested in this, this is actually from a friend of mine, Chris Ann. So the link will be in the show notes. Um, how can you speak more honestly and directly in your life? And is there something about yourself that you have been hiding in order to play it safe in the world? Those are my questions that I'm leaving with leaving you with I am sharing this first recording about my experience of the retreat and what it means to be in community I love you thank you and we'll speak soon ciao